how to be super fun even though you're also super responsible and have lots of things to take care of on the daily. Today, my friend Carly is coming on the podcast to chat about how to keep your relationship fun and to make it a priority even if you're exhausted or on a tight budget or annoyed by your partner. It is no easy task to switch from taking care of kids and trying to rock through your to-do list and then move into the fun and carefree partner that just loves to laugh and relax. It's not always easy and it doesn't always come naturally, but it's so important. Carly is awesome at this. Her and her husband have the most hilarious dynamics and they are so loving and hands-on with their kids, but they also make sure they get in date nights, sometimes just the two of them and sometimes with friends and also trips the same way. I cannot think of a better person to tackle this topic with me. So here we go. How to be awesome at keeping marriage fun. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. How to be super fun, even though you're also super responsible and have lots of things to take care of on the daily. Today, my amazing friend Carly is on the podcast to talk about how to keep your relationship fun and how to make it a priority. Even if you're exhausted or on a tight budget or annoyed by your partner, it is no easy task to switch from taking care of kids to trying to rock through your to-do list and then move into the fun and carefree partner that just loves to laugh and relax. It's not always easy and it does not always come naturally, but it's so important. And my friend Carly is so awesome at this, I can't even tell you. Her and her husband have the most hilarious dynamics, and they're so loving and hands-on with their kids, but they also make sure they get in date nights, sometimes just the two of them and sometimes with friends and also trips the same way. So I'm telling you, I have the best person to tackle this topic with me, how to be awesome at keeping marriage fun. Please welcome Carly Fisher. You're so sweet. I'm like, who's this person you're talking about? That's doesn't I'm like, is that me? That can't be me. Is you 100%. You get all your things done, but you don't seem like none of it weighs heavy on you. Your house is always clean. Your kids are always doing all the things they need to. And you have this fun, 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 dynamic relationship. So I just can't wait to I don't know. I feel like I know you so well, but I still have so many questions about this. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, everything is always looks one way on the outside and I'm just trying to hold it together best I can on the inside. Um, You know, as a mom and a wife and with a million things going on every day, it's a lot to balance and a lot to manage. And it's not always easy, but you know, you just do the best you can and you have to prioritize what's important. I don't know. That's what I try and do. I have so many questions. We're going to, we have so many questions. I'm going to keep firing them at you. I asked on Instagram stories, which I do a lot, and I got so many more responses than normal, like hundreds and hundreds of questions. So I think this is, you know, a topic that really hits a nerve with people. Okay. So getting right into it. Is all of it calculated? So are you planning most of these things and how far out do you schedule? 
Okay, hold on. You know what I just realized? I should give like a semi background so people are not like, who is this crazy friend of Lindsay's that I have no idea who she is? Okay, so just background really quick is um, my husband's name is Hayden. So if I say Hayden, that's him. And um, we've been together since we met in college. We've been, we started dating 2004. Um, and then we got married in 2008. So we'll be married this year. We'll be 13 years married. And then if you add on those other four years, what's that? Four, five, six, 17 years together. Um, so a long time. We have two kids, a nine-year-old son, Memphis, who is obviously our kids are like the best of friends, our kids and your kids. But so Presley and Memphis are the same age. And then I have a daughter, Finley, who's seven. Um, so that's kind of just the gist of my life. And then we have this new puppy who is so distracting right now. I need to go grab him. He is, um, my kids wore me down and now we have a dog that I swore we were never getting. Um, he's like a 15 week old Cavapoo. So anyway, that's kind of my background. And I, I'm not an expert at all. So I'm not trying to be preachy. (laughs) Anything I say, I'm just giving you my, this is totally my opinion. And Everything works differently for everyone. So I'll do the best I can to give you insight. But um, And I think that's the best is those real those real life things. And you're always that person that's like, well, this is what works for me. And sometimes it all lines up how I want to. And sometimes it doesn't. But I think that's, that's the realness of it. And you're very real and honest and direct. And I think that the dynamics of you two, first, yes, let's get into the dynamics of you two. and. How you keep such a fun, like, you know, I love your banter. They're so direct with each other in the most loving, hilarious way. You guys are just so connected. Like, how can you describe that dynamics and how it works for you guys? Oh, my gosh. Um, You know, I think it starts from a good foundation. And I think it's hard, like, Everyone knows, you know, you start out, a new relationship is always fun and exciting. Um, And then the longer it goes on, the more you have to kind of work at it. There's going to be ups and downs. And then you add kids in the mix um, and all the outside pressures of, you know, work and stress and life and just a lot goes into it. So I think it's just important to, you know, try and remember why you love each other and the the spark that you once had and just keep things fun and, and light. And, you know, it's all about give and take. I don't know. I feel like Hayden is such a good guy. So I feel like that helps because we still genuinely love each other. Um, so I think it makes it better, but I don't know. We always give each other a hard time. That's also my personality. Like I just, you know, we just, we give each other a hard time, but we know that we love each other. So it, it's okay. And my, my thing is, um, like sometimes Hayden, I'll be like, did you have to tell me that? Or, you know, why couldn't you just hold that in? But for me, my personality is if I hold it something in, even if it's small, like, yes, certain small things I probably should just hold in or not say, but it almost like eats at me if I hold it in. And I feel like that's not healthy for me or anybody. I'd rather just talk about it or just not, not even a long talk, but just throw out there something that's bothering me and then move on because I'm very quick to just like forgive and forget and like move on. But I'd rather just say whatever it is that bugged me. So then he knows what if I, if I don't say anything, then he doesn't know. And then he can, 
you know, not do it again, hopefully. <laughs> or, or just know that if he does do it again, I'm going to tell him that it's annoying. I think that's such a great way to avoid big arguments, right? And that's such an important part of, you know, keeping the connection is connecting every day and saying the little things so the little things don't compound and all of a sudden you explode one day and it becomes a big thing. So true. And I feel like that's kind of almost like ways throughout the day or week that you're kind of doing check-ins. It's like, you know, if something's bothering you, you like you said, if you don't, if you keep holding it in, holding it in, you're for sure going to have a big blowout. You're going to have resentment. It's going to turn into a bigger deal than it really is, um, maybe. And so I don't know. I'm just always, I think communication is so important. It is part of my personality, but I just think in a relationship, the more you can be honest and open with each other, the better relationship you'll have. And I don't know. It's just, you just have that trust there and that understanding that your partner knows exactly how you're feeling and where you're at. So one day you don't explode and they're like, wait, where's this coming from? I thought everything was great. It's like, if if anything's bothering you or you're upset, you kind of tell them and they know along the way. And then you kind of can feel better about it too. Right. And then you just sleep better. You You know, even if something's irritating, just by saying it and working through it, And I think what you said is so key about not making it this long drawn out thing. Like if I could have heard what you've just said already so far, if I could have heard that 10 years ago, it would save me so much because I think I would not want to have conflict, not want to have conflict. Then I would like sit him down for a talk and he literally would want to run out of the room like he was on fire because it felt like he was sitting down for like this big talk. Totally, totally. And you know, guys, and girl, obviously men and women are so different. And a lot of guys, the way they communicate is different than the way we communicate. And, you know, we are very detail oriented and a lot of guys aren't. They're like, give me the big picture. Give me the overview. So I totally get that. I totally agree. I think if you're trying to sit them down for a long talk, they're going to not only not want to do it, but they're going to kind of zone out and not even hear you. So if you can just do quick little snippets along the way, then, you know, you get their attention, move on to the next thing. Yes. Agree totally. Totally. Okay. So planning date nights. Here are all the questions. I'm just going to tell you all the questions and then you can kind of just answer answer as you feel. So these are all the questions. Where do you find ideas for fun dates? And do you have date night ideas other than dinner? Is it all calculated? And how far out do you schedule? So, geez, where do I start? I think, I definitely think date nights are so important. Um, I don't think it has to be like some crazy planned out thing every time. I think it's fun to mix every mix it up. Um, but I definitely, definitely think it's really important. If you can even, I know once a week sounds like a lot. So if you can't do once a week, um, you know, start with the goal that works for you. Say like, let's, if you're doing nothing right now, then maybe say like once a month. But I try and aim for once or twice a week um, that we can have some kind of alone time, call it a date night, whatever. What Sometimes it's during the day. So kind of, you know, I think it's important to plan if you can, but also be spontaneous. Maybe you have a couple hours you didn't know you had and you're like, hey, let's go have a date night. And then you're spontaneous and you do that. Um, so kind of you have to play off what works for you. If you're super scheduled and planner, then definitely plan it. If you feel like that's overwhelming, then just do something when you have like an extra hour that you didn't think you were going to have. Um, I don't think it has to be elaborate. I think 
again, everyone has different budgets and everyone has different ideas of what's fun and what works for them. You know, if you don't want to go to dinner, maybe go to like a bar and grab a drink or like pack, you know, we live by the beach, so it'd be easy to like pack, you know, a drink, like drinks and like a little like appetizer, like a charcuterie board or something like cheese and wine and go down to the beach and do that. And, um, or like pick up your favorite, you know, like treat if you don't want to have it be a whole meal and go, you know, I don't know, like watch the sunset or even going to the movies. Sometimes you're exhausted and you don't even want to have to talk and you just want to relax. But you could go to the movies, just the two of you, and you're relaxing. You're not talking. You're just hanging out, but you're together. And it's still quality time because you're together. And in the car ride on the way there and in the car ride on the way home, maybe you talk about your top couple things about your day or what, you know, what's going on and catch up. Um, so I think there's a lot of different things you can do. But I think it, the main, main thing is I think it's so, so important to, to plan that time, just the two of you, to connect I think I know it's hard. I know we're tired. My kids are older, but I feel like every stage is hard in its own way. Like when they're babies, you're exhausted physically. When they're older, you're exhausted emotionally. Um, But I think you kind of have to almost force yourself to do that time just alone, just together. Did I answer that? I don't even know. Did I miss something? A thousand percent. Thousand percent, and it totally just made me think of a question—a huge question that I have that I didn't think of before you started talking. Is you guys are not always connected to to technology like I think it is so easy to be, and so many people are. I never, even when the four of us are at dinner, I feel like you guys have a very healthy balance with that with not being on technology is that something like that you guys just naturally do do you kind of have like a set rule or a mindset so that you're kind of really connecting and not you know staring at screen oh my gosh I feel like that is so hard it I mean I it's it's always a work in progress like that I mean you know it's our world technology is everywhere and our phones have, you know, it's not even just Instagram, but it's our email and our texts. And if you're away from your kids, you know, you want to have your phone close by because what if somebody needs you? Um, just last night I was at a birthday party and my Finley called me, my daughter, like four times to ask me questions. Like, so it's such a balance and it's so hard, but I do try and make a conscious effort to be present when I can. I mean, I'm not hard on myself. Like, okay, between this time and this time, I'm not going to have my phone. Or if we're at dinner, like I'm phones away because I don't want to give my, set myself up like for failure and then be disappointed that I couldn't follow through because that's hard. Um, especially if you get a text or a phone call, like it's hard to just be like, Oh, no phone. Um, but I do think it's important to try the best you can, um, to put it away sometimes, but then, you know, it's funny because then there's other times if Hayden, maybe I had a crazy long day or Hayden had a really hard day at work and we, it happens to be, we're going out to dinner, just the two of us, but we're kind of like drained and exhausted. And then sometimes we will just be at dinner and and sometimes we'll like take 10 minutes on our phone and just sit in silence and we'll each be on our phones. And I feel like that's okay too, because as long as it's not all the time and not the whole dinner, but sometimes it's nice to just kind of relax. And however that works for you, if, if you want to take 10 minutes on your date night dinner and you each just sit in silence, I think that's okay too. The cool thing about being married is 
like you're married and you're with that person and they love you already and you can kind of like chill and not be as like concerned like what what are they thinking about me right now if I'm like on my phone or just be like I just want to take five minutes on my phone catch up on emails so I don't know I feel like I'm not answering your question besides it's a balance really you know and I just try my best I'm conscious of it but um I try not to go like extreme one way or the other way. I try and like find somewhere in the middle. And if, it, you know, if I have days that I'm on, I feel like I'm on my phone a lot. I, um, then I try to like not be on it as much the next day. And I have the screen time limits, like on my kids' iPads. And so sometimes I see like, if I'm on it a lot and I'm like, oh my gosh, how was I on my phone for that many hours? And then I'm like consciously trying to not be, but you know, it's a balance. Yeah. But I like that you just kind of take the pressure off. You're you're aware of it, but you kind of take the pressure off because like you say, sometimes that's how we relax. I mean, 10 years ago, you know, if you're laying in bed, you would be, you know, really watching a show. But now, you know, if you want to just relax 10 minutes in bed, like you say, and just not talk, usually that's on our phone and it doesn't have to be, you know, seen as always a negative thing, just, you know, all in, all, all in that portion. You know what? I'm almost, this is like totally off topic of marriage, but just in my kids, I feel like it's interesting because I'm more aware of, I'm kind of more aware, like kids are on their iPads playing games mainly, right? And like talking to their friends, I guess. Um, But for us, we're on our phones for so many reasons. It's not just, you know, Instagram, but like reading the news, I get that on my phone, you know, reading my emails, shopping, like so many things are on our phone. So I think that's why it's even more important for us to take breaks because, you know, it, it can be consuming for sure. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, talking about things that you talk about, we got a couple questions. What do you talk about when you've run out of things to talk about and how to not always talk about kids when you are out on a date night? Okay. So when you run out of things, I feel like if you do, if, if you, like we were just saying, sometimes you need a break and you kind of don't feel like talking. I think that's totally okay. Like sitting in silence sometimes, like I said, maybe you don't want to sit, probably don't want to sit in silence the whole dinner. That might be a little weird, but, um, you know, for sometimes for like five or 10 minutes sitting in silence, just collecting your thoughts, relaxing, having a drink. Like if you have a glass of wine in front of you and you're just kind of like people watching, and you're kind of doing it together, it's, you're still connecting, you're still together. And I think that's totally okay. Um, I feel like Hayden would be like, oh my gosh, it's a nice break from hearing you talk to me. (laughs) He probably thinks I talked to him too much. Um, But I think, you know, there's always things that, you know, just like if you're on a date, a, a, a double date with like a couple, like some of your friends, if it's new friends, sometimes you can feel pressure like, oh, I got to keep the conversation going. Maybe you don't know them as well. Um, so you kind of start thinking about, okay, what can I ask them? What can I talk about? And it's kind of the same thing with your spouse. You know, if you run out of things, if you don't want to only talk about your kids and then you run out of things to say, cause you don't want to sound complaining. You don't want to you know, be nitpicky about things. Think about other things that maybe if you were with like a new friend, you would want to know, or you would want to talk about, maybe talk about like future plans, maybe talk about, you know, uh, some kind of trip or travel you want to maybe go on or some goals you have for your relationship or your life together. Um, 
think, talk about even like your own friends and like what you did that day. You know, I always ask my kids what they did that day. What was their, you know, highlight in school? What was their favorite thing about camp? Like you could do the same thing to your husband. Like what was frustrating at work for you? What was, you know, do you have any funny stories? Like what, um, what was your favorite thing about your day? I don't know. It sounds cheesy, but it's a good way to connect and get a conversation going that if you just ask one question like that, it'll take your conversation in a whole down a whole different path that maybe you weren't expecting. Um, so it sounds kind of funny saying like those are almost icebreakers, but like you could totally use them with your husband um, just to come up with like new things that maybe you wouldn't normally talk about. Yeah. And I think the reason why so many people have questions about this is because it's hard to switch into fun mode, you know, especially if, you know, picture you're doing your, all your daily things, whether you work or whether you're doing kids and house, and then you're like switch. Okay. Now you're on a date night now. Oh, now you need to be fun. How do you, how do you switch into fun mode? Even though you have lots of responsibilities. I mean, this is where we got the most questions hands down. Like, how do you be still response? How do you be so responsible and then switch into fun mode and, you know, kind of not be a stick in the mud, but like be fun. I know. It's so true. I know. I just remembered I didn't answer your question too about talking about the kids. Um, it kind of goes, it kind of goes hand in hand though. Um, it is hard. And, you know, I do think as a mom, we do so, so much. We carry so much of the household and the responsibilities um, that it's not easy, but I think it's kind of like fun when you get there because you'll realize it's worth it. Even though you're tired, even though it's not easy, I think it's worth it to feel like how you felt when you were younger, before you had a husband and before you had kids and when before you had responsibility and when you could go out and just have fun and be carefree. I think it's it's worth it to put in the work to have that feeling again. Um and I think it's just important that it's like when you you put in the effort to schedule the date night, you get to the date night uh, or whatever it is, a part, a birthday party for a friend or wherever you are. And I think it's like, okay, I'm here. Let me put everything else aside. It's almost like compartmentalizing. It's like, okay, my kids are at home with, a, you know, my mom or a babysitter or a friend. And this is my time. I'm going to put that like compartmentalize that, put that away, put that a little lock, lock it up. And I'm going to be myself right now. I'm going to remember like who I am, why I'm fun and why I'm cool. And I'm going to kind of like let loose and let free. And I mean, alcohol kind of helps. I'm not going to lie, like having a glass of wine or champagne or whatever you like, you know, but you don't, you also don't have to, like, if you're not, if you don't like to drink, you don't have to have like, you know, a coffee or a tea or a soda or whatever you like, you enjoy, have like a treat. And I don't know. It's just, you have to kind of almost just force yourself in a good way, force yourself to just let go and enjoy the moment because, you know, life is short and you have to enjoy what you have and enjoy your health and enjoy your friends and your husband and be thankful for the good things. And just in that moment, kind of only think of that and just have fun and whatever schedule you have, whatever, you know, responsibility you have the next day, it can wait. Cause if you're in that moment. You're not going to be scheduling things. You're not going to be taking care of 
whatever you have to do for tomorrow. So just enjoy your hour and kind of like live in it, live in that moment. I think you are so good at doing that. I think even sometimes we'll sit down to dinner or I'll see you guys and you kind of like take a deep breath, like I'm here. And then you are just fun. You're on. And I know you have so many responsibilities. Are there any like little tips or little hacks? Because I feel like sometimes I want to get where you're ta- where you're at, exactly how you're describing. But sometimes if the day has been a lot or I just have a hard time switching modes or just, I don't know, just like getting there and being present and just like, okay, everything I didn't get done is going to wait. I'm not going to sit on this date and talk about like, oh, do you think Parker needs more days of speech? Or do you think, you know, do you think that this girl is struggling at this? Like that, that does not need to be talked about right now. Like, you know what? Like, I, you, honestly, I think it's okay to like, don't put pressure on yourself. Like if you want to talk about your, like, because let's be honest, you can't really have these conversations about does Parker need more speech or like whatever it is in front of Parker. So like sometimes you do want to have those conversations away from your kids because there's certain things you can't talk about or like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of him for doing this or, oh, he was such a jerk when he did this. Can you believe our kid did this? Like certain things you, you have to talk about in private. So I think that's okay too, but I just, and I do that all the time, but you just don't want it to be your whole time out, your whole dinner, your whole, you know, whatever lunch, you know, whatever time you have your whole hour, you don't want it to be the whole thing. Um, but I think you have to see it's, it's so weird because it's like, you have to know inside yourself, like what's good, what relaxes you, what allows you to kind of let loose? Is it, you know, getting, maybe get, go to Mac, like the Mac counter and like, get your makeup done. Like if you buy, you know, whatever their thing is, like you buy 20 bucks or 30 bucks, they'll do your makeup for free. Or they, I don't know. They used to do that or have, you know, a, go to dry bar and get like a blowout or, you know, maybe buy a new outfit like for the night. I feel like if you do what makes you, what's going to make you feel good. Um, I think that helps because then you're not just you're, and I feel like you're so good at that, Lindsay. You're always so put together. You always look amazing. You're always, I look at you and I'm always like, oh my God, I'm not doing it right. Like Lindsay has it so much more together than me. So it's so funny because it's all about perspective and it's all, we all do it to each other. And I promise you, like, I'm just as crazy as everyone else and I'm doing the best I can. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. It's also okay if like, it's not the best date night. Like at least you tried, at least you made the time you got out of the house. I feel like that's a win. You know what I mean? And I feel like if you just keep doing it, you know, you keep having them, you keep putting the time aside. It's almost like practicing. Like if I tell my kids, if you want to get better at something, you got to keep practicing. It's the same thing with, you know, dating your spouse and going out. Like the more you keep doing it, it'll become more natural and you'll be able to relax more because you're used to it, you know? And I think that's kind of, the a key to it too is you know I feel like we've really been we've really been pretty good at putting time aside for each other um throughout the years and I think it's definitely harder when your kids are super super little but even then you know we made the time and I think that's what's helped me kind of almost be better at it now yeah 
And how are you so hands-on with your kids, but also you're very good at being away from them? I mean, you guys never go away for very long, but you're great at doing little trips and making it a priority to not just do date nights, but do little trips. And you're, you're good with your kids. Is it because you spend so much time with your kids that then, again, you compartmentalize, you get on that airplane and you're like, okay, the next two, three days are just him and I having fun, you know, having sexy moments and connecting and, you know, all that kind of stuff? I mean, I think that helps. I think if you, you know, you spend a lot of time with your kids and um, then you kind of, when you leave on a trip for a couple of days, you don't feel as guilty, like that parent guilt, because you know you just spent so much time doing, you know, you plan a, a couple of days of really jam-packed activities of fun things. Um, but I also don't think you have to. I just think it's a balance of life. I think it's important, again, to be your own person. It's like, I, I don't know what that saying is, but it's like, you know, a, a happy mom and a healthy mom is going to be, a person is going to be a better mom. So like the happier you are, the healthier you are, you have to take care of yourself too. I know as moms, we put everyone else before ourselves, but it's really true. Like you have to nurture yourself. To, and then it allows you to kind of be the best mom you can be, the best wife you can be. Um, so I think that's part of the component in it too. Um, and I think that's just part of kind of having time away because a dinner out or a night out is fun and great, but you can't fully relax um, because maybe it's on, it's not enough time. It could be, you know, especially if you have little kids. Um, so I think going away overnight for one or two nights every now and then I think is really nice. You can connect even more with your partner and you can refresh as a mom and a wife and a person. And it's good for you. Um, I love being with my kids and it's so hard to leave them. And I don't like to travel away from them for too long, but I think a night or two here and there, I think is healthy for them too, because they need the separation too. They need to, it's good for them to not always have you right next to them doing everything for them. It's good for them. They need to adapt to different situations. So I think it's, it's important. Um, and I think sometimes you maybe don't want to, but I think once you go and you're there, you're in, you realize that it was good that you did it and you enjoy it and you have a great time. Um, I also think it depends on your relationship because sometimes, you know, your husband wants one thing and the wife wants another thing. Like you're, maybe your husband really wants to go away for a week and he wants to do it all the time. And maybe you as a mom, you don't really want to do that. I think it's important to kind of find a balance and compromise. Maybe one, maybe you find a middle ground or maybe one trip is longer and one trip is shorter. Like you kind of, it's kind of give and take. Um, but maybe if you both don't want to go anywhere and you both don't want to leave the kids, then that's harder, you know, and then you kind of have to do baby steps. I don't know. You kind of have to, it's kind of trial and error, like what works for you guys. Maybe you try something and it's terrible and you don't like it. Then you like adjust, you know, maybe you just do a day away and you come home at night. I don't know. Yeah. You're really good at both of you kind of giving and taking, you know, sometimes if it's something that's more of his friends doing stuff, you love his friends, but if it's more like, oh, that wouldn't be my first choice. You're like, whatever. It's important to him. So I'm going to, I'm going to go, even though it's a day longer than I want to be away from the kids. I feel like you guys are both, you both give, even when it's, you know, you're kind of giving more than what's comfortable, 
but it works because then you both reciprocate that so well. Yeah. I mean, again, I try, like, I feel like we try, I do feel like that's super important. I Hayden is really, really good at that. Honestly, he is. Um, so it helps a lot. Like if, if he, if he wasn't, it would be harder. You know, I think he's so good at compromising and, um, He's just a sweet guy. Like he just wants our the best for me and our family and and our, you know, our life. And so I think he's he is really good at compromising and I do think it helps. Um but it's give and take and I just feel like because I know he'll compromise in certain things and it makes me want to compromise in other things, you know? Um but it doesn't mean I always want to do things that I do. But I just feel like, you know, it's p- part of like making everybody happy and being a good wife and being a good mom. Like there's certain things you do that maybe you don't want to do, but it's for the best of everybody. So you do it, you know? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, so many more, so many questions that I still want to get through babies and babysitters. How do you find people to watch their, your kids when you don't have family? I know that your mom is your go-to. Usually she watches your kids when she can, Um, so what, any tips for leaving the kids and, um, babysitters and kind of feeling comfortable with that? Yes, that, that's a good, good question. So important to have support. Um, and I know a lot of people, they don't have their family close. I feel super blessed that I do. Um, and my mom's super helpful, but she can't always help me. So we have babysitters too. Um, I think you know, it depends on your comfort level, but, um, on what you want to do. So obviously if you don't have family close, you have to find something else. Um, you sometimes friends, sometimes I'll have my friends watch my kids. Um, my kids are older now, so I feel like it's pretty easy to kind of just have them go to a friend's house or have them go on even on a play date and then we'll get an hour there. Um, but if you don't have a friend who would take your kid, like if you, cause I feel like that's easy too. And then you don't have to pay any money if you're conscious about the money, um, for babysitting. But otherwise I think like we have different babysitters for different things. So like if we're going away overnight, then we have someone who we've had with us for, you know, like 10 years who I love and I trust and she's like family. So she will help out and help my mom. But also, you know, if we're just going to go out to dinner, we have like some college kids or high school girls. Um, I have friends that have some kids in high school. So I'll ask them or like their friends and I'll find a babysitter that way. There's also this app called Bambino. I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, it's good. It, it's almost like a Uber or something. It um, has like babysitters in your area. You put in your like zip code. And, um, it has like reviews and ratings and you can like see information about the person and where they live. Um, so if you're like, need someone quick or you can find someone through there and then just keep using them. I have a lot of friends who use that. Um, my friend, you can go like a lot of colleges, like if you have a local college, um, there's a lot of babysitters there. They, they'll post like boards. Um, for people looking for babysitters, it's kind of just word of mouth, you know, ask your friends. I feel like everyone has somebody. So like even literally last night, I was going to have to go to the birthday, this birthday party alone because I couldn't find a babysitter. My mom's out of town, like no one was available. And then I, one of my, I asked one of my friends and her babysitter came. 
So, you know, just ask a friend. I feel like there's definitely enough people that want to babysit and are willing to babysit. And if you can't afford a babysitter, you can definitely find a friend who will help you out or schedule a play date and go that hour of the play date. Um, you just have to kind of think outside the box, go on Bambino. Um, and once you get someone you like, just keep using them and go around their schedule. You know, if, if you only want to use that babysitter, then say when literally when you're, when they babysit, say they're babysitting on Saturday night before they leave, schedule the next time that you're going to see them and use them and then get, then you don't have to think about it. Then you have your, your date night already booked and you have the babysitter. Smart. Smart. I think a lot of times people think, overthink it. Whereas even if, you know, even if you're like, well, I don't have the time and I don't want to spend the extra money on it. I would just do a shorter date. Just say, okay, we're going to do a two hour dinner. It gives us 30 minutes to get there and back. We only need three hours and, you know, find someone young that you trust. And of course that's harder when your babies are littler because you know, you need a a more, um, you know, it's just a little bit, there's just more involved. And, um, but when they're older, it definitely gets a lot, a lot easier, but you're right. Those are all great tips and having options and thinking outside the box and not skipping the date night. If you can keep, like you said, keep, keep thinking rather than, rather than making your relationship the last priority, keep pushing to try to make it happen. You know, what I just thought of too, is something we've kind of done since our kids were little, Um, Now that they're older, I feel like we've, it's funny, we've kind of changed, but when our kids were little, it was the same thing. I kind of was nervous about leaving them, especially if it was like a newer babysitter. Um, So we would always try and put the kids to bed ourselves and then go to dinner when they're, so the baby, they're literally, the kids are sleeping and the babysitter is just there, you know, obviously in case a kid wakes up or someone needs something and they're obviously not home alone. Um, And that would give me such peace of mind because I knew I was out while literally my kids are sleeping. Um, So it's not ideal sometimes because maybe that means you're going out later than you would want to. But for me, the trade-off was worth it because my kids wouldn't even know I left half the time, like when they were really little and I would do it um, because they're just sleeping. So it's almost like a win-win. And... So like I said, trade off if, if it's later than you kind of want to, but I think it's worth it um, because it's just so much easier. And there were a couple of times when um, I remember Memphis would like wake up crying or, or something and we would just, Hayden would just go home or we would both go home or whatever because we'd be close enough. Um, but now their kids are a little older. It's fine. We can go earlier or sometimes we still put go after we put them to bed, but I don't know. That's just kind of a little hack that we, we, we did that worked for us because then it kind of takes the guilt away and you don't have to worry, especially if it's a babysitter, you don't really know that well. Um, and it's just such an easier babysitting job. If they're literally just watching TV on the couch while your kids are sleeping. Okay, next two big topics, feeling sexy and in-laws, <laughs> like two totally <laughs> two totally opposite topics. Okay, feeling sexy. I got so many messages of people saying, I get in a routine and I forget to make having, you know, obviously without asking you too personal of questions, but people just say, I'm tired or I'm annoyed by my partner or we've been together a long time I just get in the routine. And then before I know it, I kind of like look up and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's been a while since we've been intimate. So how do you prioritize that and, um, you know, navigate it with, um, you know, kids always being around and needing you and all that? 
Oh my gosh, that's so hard. That, you know what, I feel like sex is obviously a huge, huge part of a relationship and a marriage. And I think it's very, very important. Um, And whether you're super into sex or whether you're not, I mean, let's be honest, I've been married almost 13 years, been a long time, and you're with the same person. And I get it. It gets kind of stale and old and boring and you're tired. And sometimes the last thing you want to do is even think about that. Um, but I really do think it's important, um, in general and you know, your spouse better than anybody. So if you, especially if you know, it's important to them and most guys, I feel like it is, um, then that, I just feel like that's one of those things you have to kind of, I don't want to say force yourself, but make a priority is a nicer way to say it. Um, when you can't, I'm not saying you need to be excessive about it in any way, but I think you need to even if you talk about it and see, you know, what kind of like the expectations are, um, maybe, maybe they're lower than you think, maybe they're higher than you think, but I do think it's important to kind of talk about that maybe if it's been a while and see, kind of check in with your partner on what they're thinking. Um, I do think it's important for a healthy marriage for sure. Um, and I think getting kind of creative is good. Um, when you've been together a long time. So like get a vibrator, use it, you know, find different ways to use it while you're having sex, whatever. Watch porn. I mean, I don't know. I'm like, I'm not an expert at all, but, um, you know, maybe buy lingerie. I know it's like all these things take a little bit of effort and a little bit extra, but I think it's worth it in the end. Um, because I think it just overall makes your relationship happier and better. And I think it goes, you know, goes into just your marriage in general. I do think it's hard. I'm exhausted by the end of the day. Sometimes don't wait till the end of the day. If you know, you're going to be tired, like right when the kids go to bed, you know, do it then or in the morning when you wake up or something in the shower, like me, sometimes if you wait till you put the kids to bed, then you just want to relax for a minute. You don't want to do it right then. So you want to watch a little bit of TV first, but then now you're laying in bed watching TV or laying on the couch and then you're even more tired and then you don't want to. So it's that I think is hard too, finding the time. Um, so kind of play around with it, do what works for you, but maybe don't wait till like the very, very, very end of the day. Cause then it's even harder to get the energy to do it. Um, but be creative. I mean, maybe it's not even sex. Maybe it's just something else sexual. Like it doesn't have to just be sex, but um, do what works for you and have a conversation and see what's in, like, find like a, like a balanced medium on like what you think is a good amount of time to be spending on your sexual relationship with each other, you know, like once a week, you know, or maybe twice a week, or maybe that's a lot. I don't know, but I think it's different for everyone. So kind of start, start there and then find ways to make it more interesting. Um, you know, I'm not going to come up with, I don't have any magic secret. I just, Yeah, those are such great tips, such great tips. And I think that so many of the messages that I get are from moms who are just doing a great job and and trying so hard. But your tips are so great because even just putting on lingerie makes you feel like yourself again. Like, oh, yes, I am not just a person who cleans the house and takes care of kids and feeds everybody and keeps everyone alive. But I'm also still me and I'm I'm still beautiful and I'm still sexy. And I'm you know, it just helps us be like our own humans again. 
and it just changes it up. Like, I think your tips, like, I know you don't think it, th- th- your tips are such good tips. Don't wait till you're so exhausted. Change it up. Get creative. Like, if you tend to be, like, more serious and you feel like you're a stick in the mud, like, realize, like, listen, this is your partner. This is your life partner. They're going to be excited, you know, to change things up. And you have to so you don't get in, you know, doesn't get stale. You're, you know, you just need to think too. It's like, don't be hard on yourself because like, don't be afraid to try new things. Like I, from when we first started dating, you know, until now I'm a totally different person. Um, you know, I think in our relationship and we've grown together luckily. So that's been good. Um, but I'm just, I'm different person now than I was then. And I think I used to be very, nervous to try new things and very timid. And I'd be scared of like watching porn or using a vibrator, you know, in the beginning of a relationship or like doing, you know, like a sexy dance or putting laundry, like maybe that, I don't know. I feel like almost embarrassed or I just, what that just kind of wasn't me. I'm not like a super sexual person. Um, but I feel like now it's a combination of just being married for so long and knowing that my husband loves me no matter what. And also just being comfortable in my own skin where I can laugh at myself and not take myself so seriously and be open to new things because it actually makes it better and it's worth it in the end. Um, so I think it's okay to like, not feel like normal doing it and kind of like almost awkward, but still do it anyway and just try it. And if you don't like it, then do something else, you know, but it's worth trying new things. Cause I do think it, it makes it more fun. Um, as much as it can be, you know, and I don't know. I, I think it's just funny because I it, like looking back, like thinking about me 10 years ago is like totally different than now. Like I'm like, but I just think it's, it's, you have to almost be more open because now you have so much more on your plate. You have to be open to kind of change it up. And that's, you know, otherwise it does, it does get stale. There's no way around it to be with someone. Like you say, I mean, we're both coming up on knowing, you know, being with our people for 20 years. I mean, you know, in a couple of years, that's a long time with anything you have to get creative. Wait, hold on. I just thought of something so important. Oh my gosh. I have to tell you this. What also changed for me getting more comfortable as I got older, but is, I think this is important. And I know it's, if you're not a sexual person, it's kind of awkward, maybe like this, but then you get better at it, but is telling your partner too what you like. Like I guy, like guys don't really know, like girls can fake it, guys can fake it, but tell your partner what you like and what feels good. So then they can keep doing that. So like, if you like the vibrator a certain way, you like they do something, a certain position, a certain thing, tell them that. Cause first of all, it makes them feel good. They love hearing that they're like pleasing you. They love hearing that they're doing something good. Um, so tell them and then they'll keep doing it. So then it's a win-win because then now you're, you know, it feels good for you and you're getting happier. Anyway, that's all a side note. Just tell them what you like. And I think it helps sometimes you're like, you know, or tell them what you don't like too. If there's something you don't like, you know, tell them that too, because then they can get like, it's almost like practice makes perfect. It's a skill. Like you have to like practice and get better at it. So Tell them what you do and don't like. And then you're communicating. It becomes more of a thing. And then even if even if it, sometimes it's like, oh, gosh, even if it feels like a chore, if you're right, if you communicate and you, you know, you modify it, then it's fun for you, too. 
It's like one of those things, even if you dread a workout, then once you do it, you're like, I'm so glad I did that. I think it's the same thing with being intimate with your partner on times when you don't really want to. You're like, you know, no matter what, you're always like, I'm glad I did that. Okay. Full flip. Advice advice on in-laws. So lots of people messaging saying that they have different problems like, please help. How can I manage expectations from in-laws, especially when they expect too much access? They want access to your free time and travel or my in-laws are affecting my marriage in a negative way. How do I navigate this? Any advice on in-laws. Oh my gosh. That's such, such a hot topic. Um, such a common, you know, dynamic in marriages. Um, I feel like it's really tough. Um, I think that what's most important is that you set boundaries. I think you and your partner can kind of talk about what works for your family. Um, ultimately, like your family and your family unit, nobody knows better than yourself and nobody knows better what works for you than you. So I think it's very important for you and your partner to kind of talk about it and see what does work for you, what you are okay with. If something, if someone is overreaching um, or expecting too much or asking too much of you, I think it's really important that you kind of that you're a team. You don't make the decisions individually. I think it's super important to be united um, and have conversations what work for you. Set the boundaries. You know, this is what we're okay with. This is what we're not okay with. Here's our schedule. You know, when kids when kids are in school and, you know, you have sports and you have activities and you, have, you obviously have school and there's a lot going on day to day. So you have to kind of fit in time for what works for you. Um, and communicate that really. Um, and just be honest. I feel like that's the best way is kind of communicate on your feelings and what works and say it up front, set your boundaries. And that's kind of the best you can do. I think if you're united, um, as a couple and a family, I think that's number, number one importance. I don't know. Tough. It's so tough. Yeah. And going back to what you said at the beginning, when th- little things bother you, have these quick, honest, direct conversations. Don't let it bottle up to where it becomes this blowout. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's hard, you know, if you don't feel comfortable talking directly to your in-laws, ha- you know, talk to your husband about it first and he can talk to them, you know. Um, everyone has different levels of what they're comfortable with and different relationships so it's really hard. Those dynamics are just very interesting. Like I'm learning as I go, you know, we've got, we've had so many ups and downs and, um, things change along the way. And, um, so I think it's that to me, even I'm like, that's a work in progress, but I think it's important to just, you know, kind of be upfront with your boundaries and what works for you as a family. I think family is so important. Um, I love, I, you know, my kids have a lot of cousins and I love for our families to be together and I value family, you know, more than anything. So I want to make it work, but if something isn't working, then you have to be honest with that too. Yes. And I think that you just do such a great job going back to your kind of give and take. I feel like whenever you guys have friction or you and I just kind of chatting, because you guys constantly have this kind of push pull, even if you don't see eye to eye on any sort of topic, 
you guys are both pretty good about even going beyond a little bit what's comfortable because you just you get in the groove of like, you know that you guys will both give. Like if you say this is super important to me, you know that he'll kind of stretch because that's, you know, that's the culture that you guys have have created. 100%. I agree. I mean, and then I think too, it's like if you, if you do something for your partner that maybe you don't really want to do, um, but you know, it's super important to him. So you do it. I think that buys you kind of a lot of you know, just like love and respect from him. And then I think maybe there's other things that he wouldn't really want to do that he'll do for you um, because you did that for him. So, I mean, I do think that's important. I don't think you need to go out of what's uncomfortable for you. Like if there's something that you're just really not comfortable with and it's going to really upset you, I mean, I don't think that's good for you either. Um, so I don't think you should have to do that, but I think you have to find that kind of like, almost like what that right in that sweet spot on like what works, what, you know, super important to him. Um, and kind of, I don't know, kind of just like go with, with what you can. I think if something's making you super uncomfortable, then that, that's going to be tough. And I don't think that's fair either. But I think if you can push yourself to do something, maybe you just kind of don't want to do, but you know, it's important to him. If you can do it, you know, then do it because then on the next thing that he probably doesn't want to do, I feel like, not like you're throwing it in his face, but I think you can like gently remind him. Remember when I did that one thing that I didn't really want to do? So true. So true. Okay. My last big question. You have so many good things. We went so much longer than I even thought. I think the one thing that I feel like I haven't quite like captured from you is just, I mean, that's why I wanted to do this, this, this podcast, how to keep marriage fun, because I just feel like the two of you have this dynamic. That's just fun. It's fun. It's laughter. Like even when he irritates you, you're, or even if you're telling him like, you know, come on, that was dumb. You're an idiot. You're still smiling. You're still having fun. You guys have this, I, I mean, I'm because you guys respect each other so much and you love each other, but even more than that, you like each other. Any last tips on how, you know, for people who are looking to get there, like make marriage fun. Even after all these years, you, you and you two together have this dynamic in the way you interact with each other. It's just fun. It radiates fun and joy and happiness on the easy days and even on the stressing days. If the kids are easier, if the kids are hard, you guys are always having fun in your marriage. So like what kind of last tips as we wrap up, what would you give to the rest of us? Oh my gosh. I'm glad it comes across as fun and not like I'm being annoying. (laughs) Um, Oh, that's so hard. I mean, I think, first of all, we obviously have our bad days too. It's not all fun and roses, just like everybody else. You know, we have, we have arguments and whatever, just like everyone else too. But um, I think you, you hit it on the head when you said that we respect each other and we like each other. I think it's so funny. My grandma always used to tell me, she's like, it's more important than to like than to love. And she used to always tell me that. And I like, couldn't figure it out until I was older when I was like, it's, it's so true because you love a lot of people because not because you're obligated, but you know, you, sometimes you are, it's like, it's family. You love them. It's your husband. So you love him, but it's so much more important to like the person because 
just because you love the person doesn't mean you like them. And if you don't like them, it's really hard to have a good marriage or be happy or do anything fun. Um, So I do think that's so important is getting to that point where you actually like the person you're with and you actually still like your husband, not just love. Um, And you respect each other. I think Hayden is just a naturally like fun going guy and person. So for me, I can't even take all the credit because I just think he makes everything easy. Uh, I feel like he deals with me more than I deal with him probably. Um, But I think it's just kind of over time you build it up. So it's like baby steps. You know, if you go through, everyone goes through ruts, everyone goes through highs and lows. Um, everyone has their their things that come up and life throws you curveballs all the time. So I think it's kind of building that foundation um, to be strong together. And it's how you get through things, the almost like the hard times to make the, the good times even better. Um, I think it's important to, like you said, laugh at each other and not take each other so seriously. Be okay with like picking on each other, almost like date you're dating again. Um it's almost the best of both worlds because you can kind of feel like you're dating, but it's not awkward because you've been together for so long. Um, so I don't know. I think just, you know, send each other a text throughout the day. Like just build up that relationship to allow you to feel comfortable to then have fun. You know, try try doing like little things that you can um, if it's not big things. But the little things really matter more than the big things and they really add up. So even if it's like, I feel like you're so good at this too. Like I, I, I've heard you say like, oh, I plugged in, plugged in Craig's car last night at, you know, midnight, even though I didn't want to like little things like that, that really, you don't see it right away, but I'm telling you in the long term, that's what adds to a marriage of respect and love and adoration for each other. And though that it like adds up. Um, and that's, what's important. So it's like, I just feel like the little things, you know, when he does something that's really cool and you love, like tell him, you know, when he looks cute, be like, Oh, you look so cute right now. Or, you know, I like your hair like that. Or, you know, I don't know, just little things you used to do, try and remember, and then try and do some of them still now. It's so true. And we get caught up in our busy lives that we forget to like slow down and remember that. I know. And, you know, it is hard. It is hard. I'm not saying it's easy. I feel like we have a million things going on and it's easy to run out of time for everything. But like, I promise those are the things that matter. And if you take the time, it's actually not that much time. Like when you think about all these things at once, it's kind of overwhelming. But if you break it down and you're like, okay, I'm just going to do like send a text or like whatever, say one compliment today. Like it's actually like two seconds. And it's not that hard. Um, And when you actually sit, just like anything, when you sit down and actually do it, you feel so much better when it's done and you check it off your list. And most of the time you realize it wasn't that bad. It's kind of like the same type of thing. You just do it and you do what you can. And if it's overwhelming, then you just kind of, okay, that's too overwhelming. Let me do something smaller. And you just do that. And you kind of just build up your foundation and you have fun again together and it, it maybe isn't an, in a day and not a week, not a month, but like over time, if you keep doing it, you work on it. I promise like it will be better and you'll get there. I love this so much. And I think the thing that makes me think about the importance of this is, you know, as we know, our babies grow up and our babies become big kids and our big kids grow up to be young adults. 
And it's just so important to prioritize our romantic relationship, not, you know, when they're getting ready, ready to move away from college, but through the years. I think it's just so, like you say, all the little things through the years, because even though for so many of us, you know, that's our main role is to raise the kids. I think that it's just so important throughout to prioritize your romantic relationship throughout the years too. That's actually such a good point because we've talked, we've even talked about this, but it's like, I still want to love and like Hayden, my husband, when our kids are, you know, in college or out of the house and they are married and have their own kids. Like I still want to be happy and have, you know, that's almost like your next chapter of life. And if you don't nurture your relationship now, then you're right. It's you're not going to be there and it'll be too late. You can't like save it and be like, oh, well, when my kids are, it's so easy to do that. And I, I'm guilty of doing this too. Like it's so easy to put things off and procrastinate and be like, oh, well, when my kids are, you know, when my kids, you know, in, in school, then I'll have more time. Or, oh, when my kids on, you know, two more years or whatever, whatever it is that you put on it. I think it is really easy to do that, but then so much time goes by and then you don't want to wake up one day and be like, oh my gosh, I missed like all these years and now it's too late or now we're starting so far behind and we have to really work on our marriage when you could just be enjoying it because you know, it's, you're going to have that whole next chapter of life that hopefully you're still in love and having fun and you can do things just the two of you too. Um, so you want to do it kind of both and throughout and you want to enjoy it at every step of the way as you go. Well said. I'm telling you, you, you have this down and I learned so much from you on the daily. And I know in this episode, people got so much value, like so many little tips that come naturally to you, I think are so valuable for people like us that are always just trying to do the best we can and figure it out and learn from our mistakes and not try to be perfect, but just keep, you know, just keep going with it. So I can't thank you enough. I I love talking to you always about everything, but especially about this. So thank you for doing this. I loved it. Oh my gosh. I hope I was helpful and didn't talk your ear off. I love you so much and your family and you guys are, you know, the best and I'll talk to you anytime. Yeah. Yes. You'll have to come back. We'll have to, I'll post what questions um, people have, because I'm sure we'll need to do a part two if you're up for it. Oh my gosh. Anytime. Okay. I love you so much. Thank you all so much for listening and we will talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks, Lindsay. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.